0: Fiscal Update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual fiscal update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe, or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June 2, 2017. President's Budget, FFY 2018 Grant Funding Recommendations for Iowa. Federal Grant Recommendations. The Office of Management and Budget released budget recommendation For Federal Fiscal Year 2018, FFY 2018, a previous fiscal update article summarized significant federal discretionary and mandatory grant funding changes as provided by the federal fund's information for states. This fiscal update article summarizes Iowa's proportional share of major grant funding as proposed by the President and how this funding level differs from FFY 2017. Supporting effective instruction, teacher quality. This grant program receives an advance appropriation. The FFY 2017 total excludes $65 million that was provided for a new competitive program, supporting effective educator development. Adoption assistance. There would be approximately $230,000 available in unallocated funds for the adoption assistance program as a result of cost-shifting due to the elimination of the Social Services Block Grant. Children's Health Insurance Premium, or CHIP. The FFY 2018 budget proposes extending CHIP funding through FFY 2018 and FFY 2019 and eliminating the Federal Affordable Care Act's 23% increase in the enhanced matching rate and the maintenance of effort requirement. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301, and Deborah Cosell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. To see the charts that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled President's Budget, FFY 2018 Grant Funding Recommendations for Iowa. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June 6, 2017, Iowa Law Enforcement Academy Council, June 2017 Meeting. The Iowa Law Enforcement Academy, ILEA, Council met at Camp Dodge on June 1st, 2017. The meeting was called to order by Chairperson Brian Gardner, Lynn County Sheriff. The minutes from the last meeting were approved as well as items for the consent agenda. Waivers. The council granted waivers relating to individuals with the Howard County Sheriff's Office, the Floyd County Sheriff's Office, and the Charles City Police Department. A waiver related to an individual applying to the Lynn County Sheriff's Office was declined. Council Discussion. The Council discussed streamlining of the awards that the ILEA distributes. There has been some discussion with the Community Foundation of Greater Des Moines for coordination. No action will be taken by the Council until the October meeting. Director Report Director Judy Bradshaw reported on several items. Considering the fiscal year 2017 deappropriation and reduced funding for fiscal year 2018, there may need to be a staff reorganization going into the fall. Currently, 60% of the training is done by outside instructors, making it more difficult to monitor the quality and content of training. Local agencies that provide an instructor receive a credit for other types of training at the ILEA. No general rules were appropriated for planning a new training facility that would incorporate several agencies. The Governor's recommendation for fiscal year 2018 had included $5 million for planning of a new training facility. The ILEA had been considering different sites that would have been possible including the Newton Maytag facility that had been gifted to the Des Moines Area Community College however as time elapses this option will probably not be available as the city of newton is actively working to find a tenant the current ilea building continues to pose safety and health concerns for the staff and for the students housed in the building during the 15-week basic academy training. Director Bradshaw also noted that the chiller for the building only partially works and has a replacement cost of $60,000 that is not planned for in the budget. If the chiller ceases working, the lack of air conditioning will make the building unusable. The 274th and 275th basic classes will be graduating on August 11th and August 18th. Director Bradshaw stated that basic academy tuition will not be raised at this time, but increases in other fees will be effective July 1st, 2017 as the current fee levels will not be enough to meet operating costs given the reduction in state general funds. And the curriculum updates including crisis intervention training, alert active shooter training, TRACS, and financial fraud. Training for human trafficking will be expanded. The next council meeting will be August 3, 2017 at the ILEA building at Camp Dodge. The staff contact... For this fiscal update is Alice Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division June 7, 2017 State Appeal Board Meeting June 2017 The State Appeal Board met on June 5, 2017 in Des Moines. The Board took the following actions. Approved approximately $14,037 in general claims filed under Iowa Code Chapter 25 and denied one claim totaling approximately $10,000. Approved six tort claims under Iowa Code Chapter 669 for approximately $54,582. The board denied tort claims totaling approximately $59,541. Settlements. The board approved one settlement, a payment of $175,000 for settlement of a lawsuit alleging negligence on behalf of the state when a foster child, Dominic Elkins, was killed by another foster child while the foster parents were out of the house. In addition to the settlement, the state previously agreed to pay $300,000 from the state's Foster Home Insurance Fund. The next regular meeting of the State Appeal Board is scheduled for July 10, 2017 in Des Moines. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Laura Book, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509 and Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June seventh, 2017. End of Session, House File 518, Workers' Compensation. House File 518 makes various changes to Iowa Code Chapter 85 related to workers' compensation by reducing benefits, limiting benefits, changing the qualifications for benefits, and reducing the interest rate calculation. This act provides for training at an Iowa Community College that at a minimum will result in the awarding of an associate degree or completion of a certificate program that will enable a worker who has sustained a shoulder injury as specified in Iowa Code section 85.34 subsection 2 To return to the workforce. The Iowa Department of Workforce Development, IWD, is required to evaluate those workers for career and training opportunities. The Iowa Community Colleges are required to establish a new career vocational training and education program to address the needs of those workers. Each of those injured workers will be entitled to up to $15,000 for the payment of tuition fees and required equipment to be paid for by the injured worker's employer or employer's insurer. The community college may be required to report each semester on the status of the employee's training. An annual report on the program is due to the General Assembly beginning December 1st, 2018. The report is to be provided by the IWD in cooperation with the Department of Education, the Insurance Division of the Department of Commerce, and all community colleges. Fiscal Impact. This act will decrease workers' compensation payments from the Workers' Compensation Fund by an estimated $920,000 annually beginning in fiscal year 2018, and will increase the cost to the IWD by an estimated $144,000 and two full-time equivalent FTE positions annually beginning in fiscal year 2018. This act was approved by the General Assembly on March 27, 2017 and signed by the Governor on March 30, 2017. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division, of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June 7, 2017. Audit, UI Intercollegiate Athletics IT Office Special Investigation. Special Investigation. On May 25, 2017, the Auditor of State released a report on a special investigation of the Information Technology IT Office in the Department of Intercollegiate Athletics at the University of Iowa U.I. for a period of August 6, 2012 through February 7, 2017. The investigation was requested by U.I. officials due to concerns regarding improper transactions processed by the former director of the IT office, Patrick Delin Mr. Delin resigned on February 3, 2017. Findings The investigation identified $6,225 of improper disbursements, including personal purchases, cell phone charges, and travel payments. Because sufficient supporting documentation was not always available, it was not possible to determine whether certain other purchases were personal in nature or for department operations. Recommendation. The report includes recommendations to strengthen the department's internal controls and overall operations. The full audit report is available on the Auditor of States website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June 7, 2017. Audit. Anthon Rescue Squad Special Investigation. The Auditor of State released a report of a special investigation of the Anthon Rescue Squad in Anthon, Iowa for the period of January 1, 2009 through December 31, 2014. The investigation was requested by the city and rescue squad officials who had been contacted by a collection agency regarding a credit card established in the name of the rescue squad. Findings. The investigation identified $101,000 of improper and unsupported disbursements. Improper disbursements totaled $92,000 and included $81,000 in payments on credit cards established in the name of Christine Rogatz, who was the Rescue Squad Secretary-Treasurer from 2003 through March 31, 2014. The credit cards included a Staples credit card, a City Business Platinum Select card, a Commercial Bank card, and a Sam's Club Discover credit card. The auditor reported that it is possible that additional disbursements were made related to the credit cards prior to January 1, 2009, but those records are not available. Other improper disbursements included 19 cash withdrawals made at ATMs and purchases from telephone service providers, online vendors, and retail vendors. Unsupported disbursements to online and retail vendors totaled $9,000 were also identified. The full report can be found on the Auditor of State's website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update Fiscal Services Division June 9, 2017 Board of Regents June 2017 Meeting. The Board of Regents met in Cedar Falls on June 8, 2017. Among the items considered were the following ISU Presidential Search. The Board received an update from the team responsible for structuring and conducting the search for the next Iowa State University ISU President. A website has been created to provide information on the search including opportunities for comment and participation. The team is scheduling two weeks of open public forums at the university and in the surrounding city of Ames. The team is also scheduling 22 one-on-one meetings with university faculty, staff, and administrators and intends to schedule more. Once public input has been gathered, a position description will be written and advertisements placed on or around July 6th. Recruitment will include consideration of candidates identified by the search firm, individuals responding to the advertisements, and nominations of in-house candidates. After receiving training, the selection committee will choose approximately 12 semifinalists and begin interviews in late September. The committee will then invite several of the finalists to campus in the second week of October and make recommendations to the Board of Regents by the end of that month. Tuition increase. The board approved the 2017-2018 tuition rate increases that were presented at the May 8th meeting and are outlined in a fiscal update article published at that time. With this latest increase, resident undergraduate tuition rates will increase by 5% compared to the 2016-2017 rates. Tuition task force. The board received an update on objectives and plans for the tuition task force consisting of Regents Larry McKibben, Milt Dakovich, Sherry Bates, and Nancy Butker. The task force has asked each university to present a five-year model for tuition and will seek the student leadership perspective on tuition. The task force also plans to discuss state appropriations with legislative leadership, the Legislative Services Agency, the Department of Management, and the Governor to consider the employment landscape, The task force plans to seek input from the Iowa Association of Business and Industry and the Departments of Workforce Development and Economic Development. Listening sessions are being planned at each of the universities and a public comment form will be available on the board's website to receive input from students, parents, and the public. Robert Toutkoshian, professor of higher education in the Institute for Higher Education at the University of Georgia, provided a summary of the key issues for task force consideration. Financial Literacy Course The board received an update on plans for full-scale implementation of a financial literacy course for freshmen and transfer students at the universities. The course was piloted last fall at ISU with approximately 400 students. Entering freshmen at all three universities will automatically be enrolled in the course in the 2017-2018 academic year. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June 13, 2017. Juvenile Justice Advisory Council Meeting. The Juvenile Justice Advisory Council, JJAC, met June 1, 2017 at the Polk County River Place in Des Moines. Division and Federal Update. The Division of Criminal and Juvenile Justice Planning, CJJP, reported on several items. Council retirements. Joel Elian, Chair of the JJAC and Judge Stephen Clark will retire at the end of their terms on June 30, 2017, both after serving for three years. State Budget CJJP. The fiscal year 2017 budget was reduced mid-year by $72,272 or 5.7% and maintained at the same level for fiscal year 2018. Due to the budget reduction, a vacant justice system analyst position will not be filled at this time. Federal updates. The Office of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention, OJJDP, is requiring more accountability for its grantees. Several of the staff members from CJJP are undergoing the new training required for grantees. SMART on Juvenile Justice Planning Grant. The overall goal of the SMART on Juvenile Justice Planning Grant is to review and determine how to improve the juvenile justice system in Iowa. In the eighth month of the two-year planning grant, the project is currently in the assessment stage. Several areas under consideration include improving the detention screening tool, the decision-making matrix, and rural area access to services, standardizing the Iowa Delinquency Assessment, and addressing gaps in mental health services. Council Budget Report. Scott Musel from the CJJP provided the following updates on the JJAC budget, fiscal year 2017, council budget. For the final month of fiscal year 2017, the JJAC will spend its remaining funds on travel and meeting expenses. Policy and Program Subcommittee Motion. The JJAC approved the Policy and Program Subcommittee Motion to formalize an association with the State of Iowa Youth Advisory Council, SIYAC, and partially fund eligible expenses for travel and meals in accordance with state policy in exchange for meeting attendance and JJAC membership. Approximately $1,500 of JJAC funds will be used to fund the SIYAC. I Y A C legislative review. The council discussed signed legislation from the 2017 legislative session and relevant bills that may be considered again during the 2018 session. The council is scheduled to meet on Tuesday, September 12th and Wednesday, September 13th, 2017 for the JJAC planning retreat at the Holiday Inn in Urbandale. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update Fiscal Services Division June 13, 2017 Board of Corrections Meeting June 2017 The Board of Corrections met June 2, 2017 at the North Central Correctional Facility NCCF in Rockwell City. Warden Robert Johnson welcomed the board. The NCCF was built from 1916 to 1918 and the facility grounds covered 220 acres. There are approximately 98 staff and 500 offenders and the major goal of the NCCF is to teach responsibility before the offenders are released from their prison sentences. The NCCF is a releasing institution based upon reentry, and there are several work release and educational opportunities for inmates. The institution fosters horses for the Animal Rescue League and has several vegetable gardens that produced over 40,000 pounds of produce last year that were used in meal preparation for the inmates. Warden Johnson is also Warden at the Fort Dodge Correctional Facility, FDCF and stated that there was a lot of cooperation between the FDCF and NCCF staff resources given the close proximity between the two institutions. Department of Corrections DOC Director Jerry Bartruff provided an update of his activity and items of interest since the last meeting which included celebrating National Correctional Officers and Employees Week, an event with the Department of Administrative Services on equal employment opportunities and tools to increase diversity of staff, an event at the Evelyn K. Davis Center in Des Moines held with workforce development on recruiting underprivileged persons into the construction business trade. Iowa Prison Industries will start selling computer tablets to inmates that can be used for music education and communicating with parole officers access to the internet will not be available, meeting with developers with an interest of converting Hope Hall and Clorinda into housing, attending the graduation of 86 offenders from various programs at FDCF And there is an increasing population of individuals leaving prison with nursing home and elderly care needs. Director Bartruff met with representatives from the Department of Human Services regarding the placement of two people with special needs that are leaving prison. Abby Underberg of Iowa Central Community College presented information on high school equivalency tests. Literacy programs, life skill classes, special education, and vocational opportunities available at the FDCF and NCCF. The Second Chance Pell Pilot Program is available for application for several vocational programs including welding, supply chain management, culinary baking, and industrial mechanics at those two institutions. Current challenges for the educational programs include adequate space, instructor availability, getting offenders eligible for financial aid, and time conflicts with treatment programs. Steve Dick of DOC gave a budget update. He stated that fiscal year 2017 has been a tough year and that finding efficiencies is important. To that end, the DOC is investigating how administrative functions can be shared while maintaining the integrity of each institution. Currently, the NCCF is on track to end the fiscal year without a deficit. Overall, throughout the state, DOC FTE positions are being left open to handle budget reductions. For fiscal year 2018, positions will not be filled right away and budgets will be monitored on a daily basis. The humidity project at the new Iowa State Penitentiary, ISP, should be finished by June 30, 2017. Dick also stated that there is a possible opportunity to lease space at the old ISP site to Lee County Health Services and monies from that lease would help offset utility costs. Ryan Takatsuka, a teacher from the Fort Dodge High School, presented information on his externship spent at the FDCF. Takatsuka often spends time talking with high school students about career opportunities and stated that the experience and knowledge he received will help him to inform students about the benefits and opportunities of choosing a career in in the correctional field. The next board meeting is scheduled for 9 a.m. on July 7, 2017 at the 4th Judicial District Office in Council Bluffs. For additional information, see the DOC website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Alice Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June 14, 2017, Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship Lease Purchase. The Legislative Services Agency, LSA, received a lease purchase notification from the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship on June 5, 2017, For the purchase of equipment used to identify chemical compounds in samples including but not limited to animal feed, vegetation, food and water. The equipment will help to determine if a sample is contaminated with toxic chemical compounds that pose a potential threat to human and animal health or the environment. The total cost of the project is $343,000. The department will use $110,000 in federal grant funds as a down payment leaving $233,000 to be financed through the proposed lease purchase. The estimated cost of the lease purchase is $238,000 including $233,000 in principal and $5,000 in interest. The agreement will be for a period of three years at an estimated interest rate of 1.95 percent. The annual debt service payments are estimated total $79,500 and will be funded with a federal grant. Iowa Code Section 8.46 requires state agencies proposing to enter into a lease purchase agreement of at least $50,000 to notify the LSA at least 30 days prior to entering into a contract. The Iowa Code Section also requires the LSA to submit all notifications to the Legislative Fiscal Committee. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Dave Reynolds, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6934. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June 15, 2017. Iowa Statewide Interoperable Communication System Board Meeting, June 2017. The Iowa Statewide Interoperable Communication System, ISICS, board met June 8, 2017 at the West Des Moines City Hall. Significant agenda items included. Statewide Interoperability Coordinator, SWIC, report. Coordinator Craig Allen reported. Outreach to counties regarding the ISICS continues. Efforts are being made to ensure a smooth transition to the new SWIC Chris Myers. Work will be done on establishing a five year interoperability plan for Iowa. And the work is being done on encryption and how that will be handled in talk groups for the local users that join the ISICS. E911 Council Report E911 Fund Administrator Blake DeRoshi reported on several items. Public service announcements, PSAs, for the next gen text to 911 program will be starting soon. The PSAs will first be aired in rural areas and then in urban areas and will refer to the Homeland Security and Emergency Management Department HSEMD 911 website outlining where text to 911 is available. Educational flyers will also be distributed to the Public Safety Answering Points PSAPs for distribution. There should be 63 out of 113 PSAPs able to accept texts by June 30th, 2017, the deadline for funding to PSAPs to complete the work for the NextGen project may be extended to October 31st, 2017. The Council approved and adopted a resolution supporting the National Emergency Number Association, NENA, I-3 architecture standards for NextGen 9 And on June 27th, 2017, there will be a public hearing on proposed rules related to Senate File 500, at the HSEMD office. User Group Committee. Regional Interoperability Committees, RICs, will need more participation at the local level, which will hopefully be spurred by outreach meetings. The application process for the ISICS will be examined and streamlined to avoid delays as more users join the system. Discussions on how to establish local talk groups are occurring. Finance Committee. The board approved allowing Tom Lampe, chair of the ISICS board, to negotiate a new contract with First Net Outreach Coordinator Sean Wagner when the current contract expires. Approximately $83,000 has been spent of the original $250,000 general fund appropriation for fiscal year 2017. There is approximately $487,000 remaining in the federal grant received to assist with ISICS operation. The board will explore other grant opportunities. GenWatch 3, an enhanced performance management system reporting program, was discussed. It is a system specific to Motorola for the ISICS platform and would be an optional purchase at the local level. Procurement of the program will be an agenda item for the July meeting. Governance Committee. John Benson of the HSEMD discussed the system keys policy. Operations Committee. The committee is focusing on encryption procedures and developing them with established procedures. FirstNet Outreach Coordinator. Coordinator Wagner stated that the Wi-Fi Internet for School Emergencies video is close to being finalized and has received positive feedback when shown at the RIC outreach meetings. The ISICS website is being updated, as well as ISICS application forms. All of the RIC outreach meetings have been held. There is still a need for a chair and vice chair for RIC 6 training committee. Statewide communication interoperability plan workshops will be held in June. The National Guard is preparing for a regular exercise. Cybersecurity is an area for consideration of addition of classes. Technology Committee. The committee is working with encryption standards and developing a programming guide. A member of this committee has been assigned to the standards committee. Discussion of the state plan for first net broadband may be placed on the agenda for the July I S I C S board meeting. Other reports. A Motorola representative gave an update on the land mobile radio platform and stated that the work is approximately 60% complete with 89 sites done. Currently work is being done on Woodbury County integration, microwave dish installations, and the Department of Transportation site issues. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Alice Wisner, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. Fiscal Update Fiscal Services Division June 15, 2017. Iowa 911 Communications Council meeting June 2017. The Iowa 911 Communications Council met on June 8, 2017, at the West Des Moines City Hall. 911 Surcharge Fund Administrator Blake DeRoshi reported on several items. The Public Service Announcements PSAs for the Next Gen Text to 911 program will be starting soon. The PSAs will be aired in rural areas and then in urban areas and will refer to the Homeland Security and Emergency Management Department's HSEMD 911 website outlining where text to 911 is available. Educational flyers will also be distributed to the Public Safety Answering Points PSAPs for distribution. There should be 63 out of 113 PSAPs able to accept tax by June 30, 2017. The deadline for funding to PSAPs to complete the work for the NextGen project may be extended to October 31, 2017. Fiscal year 2018 grant applications for physical consolidation and Geographic Information System (GIS) projects for PSAPs should be available next week, and a webinar with instructions will also be posted. Detailed instructions have been sent to the PSAPs. Maintenance costs will be allowed under the GIS grants. On June 27, 2017, there will be a public hearing on proposed rules related to Senate File 500 and the HSEMD office. Designs for a new logo for the council were presented and discussed by the members. And there has been an issue regarding CenturyLink upgrades and the costs being billed to the PSAPs. The Attorney General's Office is reviewing the invoices. Iowa State Interoperable Communication System, ISICS, Board Updates. The Board continues to work on the land mobile radio platform, ISICS, and the new FirstNet broadband system. AT&T was awarded the national vendor contract for FirstNet and will be providing its plan for the state of Iowa. Meetings will be held regarding the plan and a decision will then be made whether to opt-in or opt-out. If Iowa decides to opt-out, the state will be responsible for building its own broadband system to meet federal requirements. There are two upcoming statewide communication interoperability plan. SCIP workshops, June 13th and June 28th. Homeland Security and Emergency Management Department update. Office of Emergency Communications Regional Coordinator, Jim Lundsted encouraged local participation in the upcoming SCIP workshops. AT&T has started using drones as a cell site. The drone can be used over incident sites to enable communication unfinished business the council approved and adopted a resolution supporting the National Emergency Number Association NENA I3 architecture standards for next gen 911 incoming council member Lawrence Hartpants the representative from the Iowa Geographic Information Council was introduced the next council meeting will be July 13th 2017 at the West Des Moines City Hall. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Alice Wisner Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. Fiscal Update Fiscal Services Division June 20, 2017 Water Resources Coordinating Council Quarterly Meeting The Water Resources Coordinating Council, WRCC, met on June 15, 2017 in Des Moines. Secretary of Agriculture Bill Northey called the meeting to order. The following was discussed. Disaster Grant Update. Jeff Geertz, Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, provided an update on the Federal Housing and Urban Development, HUD, Disaster Resilience Grant for Reducing Flooding and Advancing Water Quality. The total grant of $96.8 million is being administered by the IEDA. The goal is to have each participating Watershed Management Authority develop a hydrologic assessment and watershed plan, implement projects to reduce downstream flooding, and improve water quality during and after flood events. Currently, all of the Watershed Management Authorities have hired coordinators and the project is on schedule. For additional information that includes the March 2017 financial update, refer to the Disaster Resilience Grant website. Point Source Update Adam Schneider's Department of Natural Resources, DNR, provided an update on the number of permits issued to point source facilities. There are a total of 151 wastewater treatment facilities included in the Iowa Nutrient Reduction Strategy, and there have been 106 permits issued. The DNR has also received 39 feasibility studies that it is currently evaluating. Progress Report. Jim Gillespie, Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, DALS, stated that various state agencies are working on the Iowa Nutrient Reduction Strategy Progress Report for 2017. He also reported that funds are in the process of being distributed to landowners who have not tried conservation practices such as using cover crops. He also stated that there are currently 16 demonstration projects, 7 agriculture practices projects and 34 urban projects being funded through the Water Quality Initiative. The next meeting will be held on September 26, 2017. However, the location has not been determined at this time. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Deborah kozel Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June 20, 2017. Council on Human Services Meeting, June 14, 2017. The Council on Human Services met on Wednesday, June 14, 2017 in the first floor conference room of the Hoover Building. Rules. The Council approved Department of Human Services DHS administrative rules relating to cost containment strategies for the Medicaid program. The Council conducted a teleconference meeting for June 16, 2017 to discuss the DHS State Family Planning Rule, Iowa Administrative Code 441.87. After reviewing the amendments to the Iowa Administrative Code Chapter 441.112 and related to chapters to align foster care guidelines with child care center guidelines, the Council planned to provide future suggestions regarding unlicensed child care providers. Medicaid Update. Medicaid Managed Care Director Mickey Steer and Medicaid Managed Care Bureau Chief Elizabeth Matney provided an update on the new Medicaid managed care data trends being tracked and stated that the next quarterly report will be available on the DHS website shortly. Child Welfare Update. Wendy Rickman, Division Administrator of Adult Children and Family Services, and Van Armstrong, Division Administrator of Field Operations, briefly discussed the upcoming review of procedural practices related to child abuse allegations and safety and risk management. The Child Welfare Policy and Practice Group was named as the external entity performing the evaluation of DHS child welfare policies and procedures. The Council on Human Services will meet sometime in September to begin department budget hearings for fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021 a departmental update of the review of child welfare policies and procedures will be provided at that time. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, legislative analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, June 21, 2017. Department of Public Health, Fiscal Year 2018 Budget Reductions. Background, House File 653 fiscal year 2018 Health and Human Services HHS Appropriations Act directed the Department of Public Health DPH in consultation with the Department of Management to reduce program budgets by $1,281,367. The DPH was given transfer authority to move funds within or between any of the allocations or appropriations made in the act for the same fiscal year. Additionally, the act instructed the DPH to work in accordance with the departmental priorities specified in the DPH reports to the General Assembly from last December. Budget Plan. On June 15, 2017, the DPH notified the Legislative Services Agency of its plan to implement the budget reductions required by the Fiscal Year 2018 HHS Appropriations Act. The plan eliminates 10 programs and fund transfers, decreases funding in 11 other programs, and increases funding to 7 programs, including one program, Childhood Obesity, that was eliminated in the HHS Appropriations Act. The DPH made some program consolidations that complicate comparisons between estimated net fiscal year 2017 and fiscal year 2018 but these adjustments have been made in the table presented the department increased the budget for the Center for Acute Disease epidemiology by $150,000 and increased the funding for the medical Deal program by $300,000 to implement changes made by House File 524 the Medical Deal Act. All of the changes made by the DPH are outlined in the charts. To see the charts that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Department of Public Health Fiscal Year 2018 Budget Reductions. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Kenneth Holmes, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200 and Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301.